0: Harriet Hurry, the mother with a need for speed. You had to watch out when Harriet was about. The long-limbed lady always rode her bike far too fast. The mother of six children, all girls, she dressed in cream silk blouses and long flowing flowery skirts, topped off with a feathered felt hat. Each morning... Harriet piled all six of them onto her old-fashioned lady's bicycle to race them to school. Despite her proper appearance, Harriet was a speed demon, and the route from the country house where the Hurry family lived to school was downhill. So, with all the weight of her six children on the bicycle, Harriet could reach eye-watering speeds. She would overtake sports cars, speed through red lights, soar over speed bumps. Take shortcuts through hedges, and perform a triumphant wheelie when they finally reach the school. To understand this obsession with speed, we need to go back to when Harriet was a baby herself. At her birth, she shot out of her mother's tummy super fast. So super fast that the midwife couldn't catch her. The poor lady was like a goalkeeper trying to catch a speeding football booted by a star striker. Baby Harriet soared over the head of the midwife, sailed out of a window, luckily landing in an empty pram idling outside the hospital. The force of baby Harriet's landing made the pram shoot off. The second's old infant was immediately speeding away from the hospital. As the child's mother screamed from the window of the maternity ward, Stop that baby! The newborn sat up in the pram cooing with delight to be going so fast. (laughs) The pram rattled off down the road. It weaved in and out of the path of oncoming ambulances. Someone must have alerted the police, as in no time three police officers on motorbikes were chasing after baby Harriet. One of them shouted at the baby,
1: Stop, baby, or I will put you under arrest.
0: Baby Harriet was having none of it. Instead of stopping, she bounced harder and harder on her bottom. But trouble was ahead. They were heading straight for a river at colossal speed. The baby bounced harder and harder still. The pram hit the riverbank so fast that it soared over the water and landed on the other side. The police officers were not so lucky. Despite revving their engines, they weren't going fast enough and plunged into the river. Now there was no stopping baby Harriet. Up ahead, more police had set up a roadblock of police cars to stop the runaway baby. There was no way through. Or was there? A huge smile spread across baby Harriet's face when she saw the police cars lined up ahead of her. She bounced and bounced up and down on her bottom, making the wheels of the pram spin until they were nothing but a blur. The police officers' faces turned to panic as they realised the runaway baby was not going to stop. They closed their eyes as she leaned back, and the front wheels of the pram lifted. It was a pram wheelie, or freely. Then disaster struck. The back wheels of the pram hit the bonnet of a police car. The pram somersaulted through the air, performing a loop-the-loop. Baby Harriet wasn't the least bit frightened. In fact, she was having a whale of a time. The five-minute old Tot cooed with delight as she sailed upside down over the heads of the police officers.
1: Woo! Baby, overhead!
0: By some miracle, the pram hit the road on all four wheels at the other side of the police roadblock. It was now going faster than ever. Just up ahead was a Formula One racing track. The pram managed to speed through the entrance. Swerve round the barriers before racing along the track. Baby Harriet weaved through the pack of racing cars, taking the corners on the inside and speeding like never before. The finish line was in sight. The baby bounced up and down as hard as she could on her bottom. And when the checkered flag was waved, Baby Harriet and her pram took first place. The crowd cheered. The furious Formula One drivers had to stand by and watch a newborn baby lift the trophy before spraying champagne all over them. That glorious moment made headlines all over the world. Baby is number one. Formula One's youngest ever winner only ten minutes old. Baby banned for life from driving. Forty years later, that baby had grown up and become a mother to six children. She named them after famous male Formula One racing drivers, even though all of them were girls. There was Alan, James, Ayrton, Lewis, Nicky and Jackie. Formula One racing was all that Harriet watched on the television, much to the displeasure of her ageing Cardigan husband, whom she named the Tortoise. Harriet had the racing on long into the night and would shout at the TV if her favourite driver was not going fast enough
2: man, for goodness sake, put your great fat foot down. I could cycle faster than
0: that, you buffoon. She would wake up the whole house with her shouts. Not that her six daughters had any interest in speed. They hated the fact that their mother always cycled them to school so fast. The girls had to balance like a circus act on her bicycle, which she had named... Lightning! Despite their pleas for her to slow down...
2: No! Help! Too far! Slow the heavens down.
0: Mama would pedal harder and harder and harder. When she reached top speed, Harriet would holler,
2: Fasta, Fasta, Wow Wow, Wow!
0: She treated the school run as if it were a race, a race she had to win at all costs. If Harriet didn't beat every other mother and father, she would be in an almighty funk all day. It meant that she would pedal harder the next morning, and the ordeal of the school run for the girls would become worse and worse. The six had to cling on to lightning for dear life. Alain to the front wicker basket, James to the front wheel guard, Ayrton to the handlebars, Lewis to the back wheel guard, Nicky on the back of the saddle, and little Jackie to Nicky's shoulders. The girls thought each day might be their last. So one morning, when they'd arrived at school after lightning had had a near miss with a fire engine, the hurried children decided that enough was enough. They had to do something about Mama. Each of the girls had a different idea. Alain was the oldest, and so went
2: first. We should bury lightning in the rose garden,
0: she exclaimed. But her younger sisters reckoned their mother would find it in no time, and that they would end up having to go to school with soil on their bottoms. James was the second oldest. She thought she had a good idea, suggesting...
2: Why don't we tie Mama's bootlaces together so she can't cycle so fast?
0: The girls soon imagined the bicycle crashing, and all of them landing in a giant heap on the ground. Not fun. Not fun at all. Ayrton was next. She thought that...
2: Punching one or both of Lightning's tyres would definitely slow Mama down.
0: However, Harriet had trained her daughters to be her backup team, like Formula One drivers have. The girls would be ordered to change Lightning's tyre in less than three seconds flat. Mama would check the stopwatch as her six helpers went to work.
2: Spanner! Check! Pump! Check! Bolt! Check! Check! i clear! Go, go, go! Lewis proposed... If we saved up all our pocket money to buy Mama a horse, then she could ride us all to school on that instead. This was judged to be
0: the worst idea so far. Mama would be sure to ride the horse if she were a jockey at the Grand National... A racehorse would be infinitely more dangerous than a bicycle. And, of course, bicycles don't bite bottoms, like some horses have been known to do. Here's a wally fact for you. The worst offender in terms of a horse biting bottoms is world-record holder Nibble, a Shetland pony who once bit the bottoms of 347 people at a summer fair in 1981. And I still have the bite marks to prove it. Nicky's suggestion that they
2: Sneak out of bed in the middle of the night armed with glue pens to coat the whole world with glue to slow down lightning
0: Didn't even warrant a response All eyes turned to little Jackie I know Began the youngest of the sisters
2: I will join the police and then I can arrest Mama for speeding
0: This was greeted with howls of laughter (laughs) (laughs) The Hurry sisters had never heard anything so absurd Listen shouted little Jackie over the guffaws.
2: I can go to the police station straight after school and ask you to become a police officer. You can't join the police, little Jackie,
0: mocked Alan.
2: You're far too young. You have to be a grown-up to join the police.
0: Being the oldest, Alan liked to think of herself as the boss. The other four chimed in, following suit.
2: What a silly idea. As if Jackie's just a baby. She barely comes up to my knees. Be quiet, the lot of you, and listen!
0: shouted little Jackie who was by far the feistiest of the six her sisters fell silent
2: if we all sit on each other's shoulders with me at the top I can pass myself off as a grown up
0: this stumped the others for a moment
2: but the police officer would know it's just six kids on each other's shoulders
0: reasoned James the others all murmured in agreement
2: murmur 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 murmur. I've already thought of that
0: announced little Jackie
2: we borrow mama's super long dressing gown and look I've got
0: the girl produced a joke shop moustache that she'd received in her stocking at Christmas. She smoothed down her hair and stuck on the moustache. Suddenly, little Jackie's plan didn't seem so stupid, after all. So it was set in motion. There was much arguing about who should go at the bottom. No one wanted to go at the bottom. Little Jackie took charge and managed to convince Alain that...
2: Being on the bottom is the most important job of all, as you are the legs of the operation.
0: That swung it. The sisters arranged themselves vertically in order of age. It was like a family of circus acrobats, as one by one they climbed onto each other's shoulders. At the bottom, Alain loved the fact that she and she alone chose where the legs would take them. They were her legs after all. Then it was James on Alan's shoulders. Next, Ayrton was on James's, then Lewis on Ayrton's. Further up, Nicky was on Lewis's shoulders. Finally, little Jackie was perched at the very top. Mum's fuchsia pink dressing gown turned out to be the perfect length for this ruse. It ended just above Alan's knees. So one windy morning before mama and papa woke up, the six sisters wobbled their way out of their country house and down to the local police station. Walking down the street, little Jackie got some strange looks, what with being impossibly tall and having the face of a girl with a joke shop moustache stuck on, not to mention the long, pink, frilly dressing gown. But she styled it out by peering down her nose at passers-by. Finally, the Tower of Girls made it all the way to the local police station. Standing on duty behind the counter that morning, was an especially stern-looking police officer. P.C. stayed. On seeing this vision in front of her, her beady eyes nearly burst out of her head. Yes? Bark stayed. The girls were so taken aback by the bark that they very nearly lost their balance.
2: Um, um, hello,
0: began little Jackie, her joke shop moustache coming loose as her face beaded with sweat.
1: Are you drunk?
0: demanded Stayed. No, replied the girl, putting on a deep manly voice.
1: I just had a pineapple juice. That's what they all say.
2: Are you here to report a crime? No, there is a big problem with speeding in this town and I want to sign up to be a police officer.
0: Stage shook her head.
2: You look a little young to be a police officer. Told you so,
0: hissed Alan from the bottom. Little Jackie silenced her sister with a sharp shh under her breath. Demanded stayed. Just a bottom burp, replied the girl, trying to make her voice sound even deeper than before.
1: Oh, it didn't sound like a bottom burp. It sounded like a cry of pain. It was a
2: big one, so it was a little bit painful,
0: she lied.
2: My bottom does that sometimes. Yelps.
0: The PC rolled her eyes.
1: Well, if you want to be a police officer, you have to fill out this form here.
0: She passed a piece of paper across the desk. The hands that were poking out of the sleeves of the dressing gown were actually Ayrton's. As Ayrton's face was hidden behind the dressing gown, she couldn't see where the form was. So when she reached out her hand to grab it, she missed. Not once, not twice, but three times. After accidentally grabbing PC Stade's hand, when Ayrton finally got hold of the piece of paper, she managed to scrunch it into a ball.
2: You are drunk!
0: Accused Stade again.
2: No, just a tiny bit clumsy,
0: lied little Jackie.
2: Clumsy
1: isn't good for a police officer. You might drop your truncheon, and then where would we be? Anarchy!
2: Uh, please, can I have another form?
0: asked little Jackie.
2: And this time I would really appreciate it if you could put it straight into my hand. Stayed
0: side theatrically, as grown-ups often do, and did what the girl asked.
2: Huh. Thank you so much,
0: replied little Jackie, turning to go
1: so fast
0: bark stayed oh no thought the girl what now
1: yes why do you want to be a police officer so much Uh, is is my mama what about your mama
0: ah stayed
1: she speeds does she now how fast are we talking
2: well once she went so fast that she broke the sound barrier That is fast I told you it was fast I know, but I didn't know it was that fast Should have been paying close attention I did say fast
0: Stayed side again
2: (laughs) Well,
1: good luck with your application, Mr... Little Jackie
0: Replied the girl, her joke shop moustache now flapping off
1: I I mean... Good luck, Mr Jackie Little Goodbye
0: Mumbled Little Jackie On the way out, the Tower of Girls knocked over a stand Scattering leaflets everywhere tripped over a police dog and knocked over a policeman and the robber he had handcuffed. Oof. Stade shook her head in disbelief. The plan hadn't quite gone to, er, uh, plan. Even so, Little Jackie filled out the police application form and sent it off. To her and her five sisters' great surprise, the very next day, Little Jackie received an official letter from PC Stade.
1: Dear Mr Jackie Little... Thank you for coming into the police station. I have good news. You have been accepted into the police. Congratulations. You will begin first thing tomorrow with traffic regulations. Please report to me at the police station at dawn. Yours policely, PC stayed. The one with the BDIs. eyes.
0: The next morning, the Tower of Girls wobbled excitedly all the way down to the police station. As the sun rose over the town. They were met by P.C. Stade, who immediately began to explain how a speed gun worked. It was a device that police officers use to point at vehicles they think are going over the speed limit.
2: So you just point that at the bicycle?
0: Asked the girl. Stade spat out her tea.
2: Bicycle?
0: She exclaimed.
2: Yes,
1: my mama speeds on a bicycle. We normally use this on cars and motorbikes and the like. We have never, ever, ever stopped someone on a bicycle for speeding. Trust
2: me, I do say fast. That you did,
0: admitted the PC.
2: And Mama can pedal a great deal faster than any car or motorbike. Well then, we must set a speed trap for later.
0: That is exactly what they did. It was decided that the best time would be when Mama would be returning to school that afternoon to pick the girls up. So the sisters sneaked out of school early and arranged themselves on top of each other before putting on their police outfit. This was a cap, which was far too big for little Jackie's little head, and a very, very long police jacket that PC State had kindly provided. The police officer met the new recruit, PC Jackie Little, just outside the school gates. As the bell rang for the end of school, they hid in a bush. And Stade handed little Jackie, well, of course, really Ayrton, the speed gun, which she immediately dropped. When the Tower of Girls and stayed both tried to pick it up at the same time, their heads banged together. Eventually, they got into their hiding place, and not a moment too soon, because in the distance they could see Mama racing down the road on lightning. At first, she and her bicycle were little more than a tiny blur on the horizon. Then the blur became bigger and bigger as she sped nearer and nearer. Mrs Harriet's Hurry did not disappoint. Pedaling harder than ever, the mummy in a hurry cycled straight over the roof of the sports car, jumped over a motorbike as if she were part of a display team and smashed through a fruit and vegetable stall, hurling food everywhere. Oy! Then, with a big grin on her face, Mama took to the final straight. She pedalled lightning as if she were competing for a gold medal at the Olympics.
2: Faster, faster, wah, wah, wah!
0: She cried. Still hiding in the bush, stage shouted, No! and pressed the button on the speed gun. Mama was going at such an impossible speed that the speed gun actually exploded. The sound of the explosion was so loud that it shocked everyone, not least Mama. Lightning's front wheel hit the back of an old lady's mobility scooter. Harriet Harry's somersaulted through the air with a look of horror on her face. Oh, how she wished she could somehow slow herself down to a stop. Help! she shouted, as lightning crash-landed onto the road and smashed into hundreds of pieces. Meanwhile, Mama landed on top of a very tall tree. The tree swayed with her weight. And as it swung back, it propelled her through the air at speed. All of a sudden, Harriet Hurry was flying into the school, and she didn't know how to stop.
2: Showa, showa, wah, wah, wah.
0: It was as if Mama were a pinball, and the school a giant pinball machine. Her daughters all peeped out from the line of buttons on the long police officer's jacket. They watched helplessly as their mother bounced headfirst into the climbing frame rebounded onto the clock tower, hit the goalpost, and smacked straight into the swing. The swing swung her straight through the window of the science block and out through the other side. The lady then spun round on the roundabout before flying off to the slide, speeding down it and landing upside down in the sandpit. Harriet was half buried, her legs waggling up in the air.
2: Help!
0: She cried. Mama! Ah! shouted the girls in shock.
2: There's something I need to tell you,
0: began Little Jackie, turning to P.C. he
2: I am not really this tall. I had absolutely no idea,
0: lied the police officer with a knowing wink. Little Jackie smiled back as one by one the six girls jumped down from each other's shoulders and ran into the school playground to help their mother.
1: I am stuck,
0: shouted Mama. The sisters formed a human chain to yank her out of the sandpit. Alan held onto to her mother's feet as James, Ayrton, Lewis, Nicky and finally little Jackie held on to each other. Heave! called Alan, and they all heaved. But Mama wouldn't budge. Stay dashed over and joined the chain. Heave! commanded the police officer. Like a cork coming out of a bottle, Mama popped out of the sand. Soon everyone was lying exhausted in a big heap on the ground. The school doors banged open. And the girls poured out. On seeing the huddle of people lying on the ground, the biggest girl in the school, Talisa Thunder, shouted, Bundle! Talisa ran and leapt on top. As the kids streamed out of their classrooms, they all joined in too. Shouted Mama trapped at the bottom of the pile.
1: Everyone off this instant!
0: Bellowed a squash stayed.
1: I will get
2: the headmaster to give you all extra maths of homework!
0: That did the trick. The children all piled off as quickly as they'd piled on.
2: Rivers! Bundle!
0: shouted to Lisa Thunder from near the bottom of the pile. A few moments later, the family were all standing in the playground, clearing sand out of every conceivable place, Ears, nose, hair, socks, shoes.
2: Do you promise never, ever to speed again, Mama?
0: Asked little Jackie. Harriet Harry looked most unhappy, but reluctantly agreed. Ah, uh, yes. She sighed.
2: Say I promise.
0: Prompted Alam. I promise. Repeated Mama. Stade's beady eye noticed something. She exclaimed
2: Madam,
1: you have your fingers crossed behind your back Mama! Mama!
0: Moaned the girls All right, all right Snapped Mama, shaking the last grains of sand from out of her bloomers
2: I promise, lightning exploding into a billion pieces anyway She added Then my work here is done Said the PC We
1: can't thank you enough
0: Said Little Jackie
1: You would make a darn fine police officer, Mr Jackie Little Thank you
0: (laughs) <laughs> replied the littlest of the littlest girls.
1: Come back to the police station in ten years' time and let's see what we can do.
0: Little Jackie looked disappointed. That's
2: ages! And I love being a police officer. Please can I stay one? Please!
0: Stay looked lost for words. All the girls were now pleading with the PC on their little sister's behalf. Please!
1: Please. <laughs> All right, all right,
0: blustered Stade.
1: I will
2: make you the very first police kid. Yay! Yay!
0: Cried the sisters.
2: You didn't have your fingers crossed behind your back,
0: accused Mama.
2: I would not dream of it, Madam. Here.
0: The lady took off her own police hat and placed it on little Jackie's head.
1: Farewell, ladies. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Called out the girls.
1: And thank you,
0: added little Jackie.
1: Thank you,
0: replied Stade. And she paced out of the playground, shaking sand from her socks as she did so. Mama gathered her girls around her and hugged them tight.
2: A thousand thank yous, girls. You taught your mama an important lesson today. I hope so,
0: said little Jackie.
2: No more speeding, no more bicycle. Good, 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 Mama, Mama,
0: cooed the girls.
2: Now, where is the nearest skateboard shop? No!
0: They screamed.